Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Grow With It. I'm so excited to be podcasting today. It is a beautiful day in Manhattan. I'm currently in New York City and officially living here, and I just could not be any happier to be... I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I just am super excited about being here and finally like making my dream come true and moving to the city. So yeah, it's really pretty outside. It's actually hot outside, like super hot. Um, I turned my AC off because it's so loud. So it's okay when my AC's off when I'm just like sitting, but it gets really hot when I'm moving around. So I turn it back on like it's a window unit, but I'll get to chatting about that in a little bit. Anyways, I'm really excited to be talking to you guys today and just like, I'm going to give you a little bit of a life update and yeah, we're also going to be talking about an awesome black female. I was doing some research and trying to figure out who I wanted to chat about today and I found someone and you probably saw the title. So her name is Mary Jane Patterson and we'll chat about her as well. But before we do that, I just wanted to say that I hope you guys have had a great week so far. And yeah. All right. Well, I want to start with the struggles and wins like I usually do. So struggles for me this week have definitely been just getting my life together. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys a little story. So I moved on Friday to the city just me and my little dog and my best friend Peyton drove me to uh, the train station on Friday super early in the morning and we got to the train station and everything was fine but I was really anxious about this day the whole week because it was just going to be me and my dog and I had to carry her and her carrier and (laughs) my large suitcase that probably weighed more than I do and yeah it was just a lot that I had also a little backpack so we get to the train station everything's going well and I have to get on the train well I can't pick up my suitcase and Ivy at the same time so I literally sprinted onto the train and I sat her and her carrier on the seat and I said stay and I got so nervous that she was going to get up I mean, she, she's a really good dog, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I was just really, really scared that she was going to get up when I ran back to get my suitcase because nobody offered to help me. That's the thing. Like, I thought maybe the train conductors or, like, the Amtrak people were going to help me maybe pull my suitcase on. Nope, nobody offered. So, I left her and her in her carrier, and I ran back outside. My heart was beating so fast because I was just really nervous about doing that, and then I came back on the train with my large suitcase and she was such a good girl she was sitting right there in her carrier and she had put her head inside because I had originally like left it open a little bit put her head inside eating her kong with had I mean not eating her kong eating the peanut butter inside of her kong great I love my dog like she was so good and I was so happy that she was still there because I was like oh my gosh this is crazy so we got lucky and um we got to have our own seat the whole time which was really nice and so we had to wear our mask when we got initially on the train and if you were up walking through the aisles you wore your mask but if you were um sitting down in your seat then you didn't have to wear your mask so that was nice and basically um i know people have asked me like if it was crowded and things like that on the train it actually it wasn't too bad but there definitely were more people than i expected but pretty much everybody had their own seat when we were on there which was really nice so I sat on the outside and she sat on the inside in her carrier and she had to be in her carrier the whole time. 
Uh, if she was out of her carrier, she had to be on the floor. So I just left her in her carrier because I didn't want to put her on the floor. Um, train ride went well. Like she was fine. It's just a long, long ride. Okay. Well then there is this strange conductor man that keeps walking by guys. And he was nice at first and maybe I came off a little too nice, but he came, the train ride was seven hours just to put it in perspective. It was about seven hours. I think like maybe six hours and something minutes or something like that, but basically seven hours. And throughout the entire train ride, I kid you not, he probably came by my seat and started talking to me like five times. And he was an older man and it was just so interesting. And I was kind of getting like annoyed a little bit because I felt like, you know, COVID is still going on and I didn't have my mask on because I was sitting down. But, and he had his mask on, which is great, but also like personal space. And then he proceeds to try to pet my dog, like across my body. And I was like, whoa, like that's just, it was just too much to me. Like that is literally him getting in my personal space. And I did not really appreciate that. So, um, finally I just kind of had to give him the cold shoulder. Like he came by again and he was like, what are you watching? And I was like a movie. Like, I don't know. I just really wanted to be left alone on my train ride with my dog to the city. That's all. So then we get to Penn Station, we get off. Things are going well. I'm like, okay, we made it. The train ride's over, we're good. (sighs) So we get to an escalator in Penn Station and it is broken. Like, oh my gosh, it is literally broken. And it's one of those really, really long escalators. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it's like, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's a big escalator. So people are like walking up it. Well, don't forget, I have my bag. I had my backpack. I had my dog and her carrier and she would not, would not walk on the escalator. So I had to pick her up and carry her, which honestly was probably best because it would have been harder if I didn't, I think have to carry her. Well, anyways, I had to pull my giant suitcase behind me and hold my dog and my backpack. It was a sight to see. And I was literally dying. And there were like a thousand people behind me while I was doing this. And it just was a lot. I was like, oh my gosh, this would happen. And I thought somebody, something in my suitcase was for sure going to break. I literally had my little TV in there too. So, and wine, my friend Brittany uh, had given me some wine before I left, some Virginia wine, some, so a little piece of home. And I was just so concerned because I was like, oh my gosh, like my suitcase, something's going to break. I'm going to fall. And I really almost did fall a few times. Cause I was like, this is a lot right now. Um, Well, finally I got to the top and I pulled Ivy to the side and just like had to stop for a minute because I literally could not breathe, like could not breathe at all. And I had my mask on too, forgot to mention that because, you know, we're in New York now. So when we got to the top, we just stepped to the side really quick and I took my mask off and literally just had to like take a moment to breathe because I was dying, literally dying. Okay, so then we get to our cab. And well, I was going to call a lift, decided to call a cab instead because um, the lift driver was going to take a lot of extra time. So I was like, well, we'll just do a cab. And so we get to our cab. And once we get to our cab, um, things are again going well. We get in. It's so dirty in there. So I didn't want to sit. I didn't want Ivy to like get dirty or sit down or anything. So she didn't. I just had her in her carrier the whole time. Well, once we get inside um, the cab, he's like asking me where we're going. I tell him, 
And so we get to management because I couldn't even go straight to my apartment because I didn't um, have the keys to the apartment. So I couldn't go straight there. So we get to management and I'm like, well, what is the building like? Because I had no idea. I'd never been there before. And so I called to see if she could maybe tell me what the building was like. And no one answered. Although she just literally responded to a text message that I'd sent her. And so she didn't answer. And so I literally blew up her email and was like, okay, I'm here. Like, where are you? And she just wasn't responding. So then I'm like about to cry on the verge of tears because I forgot to mention that I also had my cab driver wait for me because I was like, if he leaves, I'm going to have to switch cabs and move my stuff all over again. So I didn't want to do that. So I just asked if he would wait and he kept the meter going. I was like, yes, I'll wait for you. So throughout this time, I realized once she finally messaged back that I was in the wrong building. And so I went to the right building and got the keys and she wanted to meet Ivy. And I was like, honestly, now is just not the best time, but she met Ivy (laughs) and everything. And so then we get back in the cab and things are going well again. We're almost there. So we get back in and he takes us to my apartment and he's like, my, he says the name of my, I'm not going to say the name of my street, but he says the name of my street. And I was like, oh yeah, that's it. And then he says like the number, like the address. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, ma'am, I think that's over there because I was walking the wrong way, guys. Like I was literally walking to the wrong apartment with my large suitcase, my dog and everything like gonna walk up the stairs and I was like oh my gosh thank you sir like he was just really sweet and it was just it was just a day so I had not eaten anything all day so once we got here and sat down for a minute I'd walked Ivy down to the park because it's literally so close to me Riverside Park is I'm not even kidding it's my backyard so it's amazing and I love it and we go to the park every single morning um but I'll talk about that more later so we get um, inside after she goes to the bathroom and everything, and it's hot. It's hot as hell, guys, because I don't have AC unless I have my window unit, Then that's my AC. So I'm like, oh, goodness, I have a 1,000 boxes that I literally shipped to myself that are here, and I need AC because I'm sweating to death. So my AC was in one of the boxes, so I go upstairs and get the boxes and come back downstairs and I'm also like ordering a pizza because I haven't eaten all day like I think that day I literally had like one bite of a protein bar and that's it so I was starving and I get the box with the AC in it now this AC is also really freaking heavy like when I say heavy oh my goodness guys it it was very very heavy so I like push it barely down the stairs like me behind it almost tripped down the stairs yeah So anyway, we get into the apartment. I start unpacking the AC, try to set it up, blah, blah, blah. It starts leaking, literally leaking everywhere. There's just water. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do, but I need the AC. So I tried not to worry about it. Then I see that there's a leak under my kitchen sink. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is a joke. Like someone is playing a prank on me. Although if you guys have ever heard like New York City move-in stories and you know that this is like something that happens to a lot of people, there's always like a little story that someone has to say and this just happened to be mine. So I call management that afternoon about the whole leak thing and 
they're basically like, um, we close at 4.30, but if it's an emergency, we can get someone to come. And I'm like, uh, yeah, this is an emergency. Like, the leak is really bad in my apartment right now. It's getting all over my floor, blah, blah, blah. Well, nobody responded until the next morning. And so they came the next morning, couldn't fix the leak that day, but he turned off the water. So that was good. It was, it stopped leaking. Um, and I was really happy that there was just no water on the floor. Finally, (laughs) he was really nice. My super, very, very nice guy. Um, also I got my AC window unit to work and stop leaking. So yeah, it was just, that was definitely my struggle for the entire week still is like I'm still just trying to get situated with everything um basically I'm here and I've started working but not like full full full-time yet I'm trying to make it a full-time schedule but I'm just waiting on like my kids to um I have like a few kids on my caseload but I have to like schedule their um sessions so I haven't done all of that yet and today was just like a chill day today's Tuesday and I've just been cleaning a lot. I got my Swiffer in today, so I cleaned my floors and I cleaned my whole apartment. Um, yeah, so it's just been kind of a chill day. We went for a walk in the park this morning. I threw the ball to Ivy. Um, and then I went, I did like a little apartment workout and got some emails and stuff done for work. And it's just been pretty chill this morning. So yeah, those were, that was definitely my struggle for the entire week, like I said. And so as for my wins, I still am in shock like every single day that I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I live in New York City now. Like this is insane. It's been something that I've wanted for so, so long and it's finally here and I cannot believe that this accomplishment has actually happened. It's just been like a dream and like I feel like little Carrie Bradshaw in New York City. I love it so much and um yeah, I just am still in awe and in shock and happy to be here even with all of my little things that have happened and been going on because things trust me have not been going super sm- smooth. Like don't always think people's social media is like how it's actually been because I've definitely been super stressed and everything like that because me being me decide to start I decided to start like a new job and move at the same exact time so it's just been a lot um that I've been dealing with but I'm really 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 grateful and just happy that I'm here and I have such a great and amazing support system um my family and my friends and things like that and then um obviously I've just been praying and like working out and things so I think that everything is going to work out and I'm just going to continue to pray about it all and I am so excited to like just explore the city and everything. I also went to brunch with a girl that I met over um, social media and she's so sweet and um, we did like brunch in Central Park for my birthday because that was on Sunday same day as Father's Day and um, we did a little brunch in Central Park so we got takeout from this cute little brunch um, spot called Jacob's Pickles on the Upper West Side. So yummy. Um, so we went there, we got food from there and then she got us like to go little cocktails. I got an Aperol spritz and she got a Bloody Mary and we had like our little blankets and sat in the park and just like chatted and drank our drinks and um, ate our food. And there was also like a little band playing. So it was just like such a cute little ambiance and I loved it so much. And I can't wait to do more things like that. Also, New York City is now in like phase two, which is great. And I love that. Um, Yeah. So those are my struggles and wins. Long stories for sure. 
but definitely worth chatting about. And when I come back in just a few minutes, we'll talk about the quote of the week and yes, things like that. All right, stay tuned. Okay, guys, so I am back and now we will chat about the quote of the week. So I just found this quote. Sorry if you can hear my dog in the background or any other things. I do live in New York now, so there are some things going on outside that we can hear. Although I'll tell you guys, like my apartment is pretty great. Like I don't hear anything at night when I'm sleeping. Um, It's pretty quiet during the day because I live on the Upper West Side, so it's a pretty like chill neighborhood. I love it. It's awesome. And I love all the green space and they have cute little places to go to eat, things like that. Anyways, so I found this quote of the week on at momentary happiness at Instagram and I love it so much. So it says, you're not too old. It's not too late. You are all you need. And I 100% agree with that. Like I feel like a lot of the time we always think, oh, like, I can't do that anymore. Like, my time has passed. Like, I'm too old to do that. Or um, it's too late. Or, like, you try to do something and then you, you decide that you're not going to be able to do it at that time. So then you just never do it. But that's not true. Like, this especially pertains to me because, like I, I said, I've been planning to move to New York for so long, it feels like. And then, like, it finally happened. And I just had to tell myself, like, this is what I want to do. So this is what I'm going to do. And I'm making it happen no matter what. And so that's what I did. And I feel like that's the mindset that everyone just kind of needs to have in situations in life. Because if you don't have that mindset, then you probably won't do it. So I love that quote. And I thought it was a really good one to share with you guys. All right. So now that we've talked about the quote of the week, I wanted to tell you guys um, something else. So I thrive off of routine. And one thing that has really helped me this past like week or so, and this also is part of the reason why I decided to go ahead and move to New York at this point in time is because I wasn't like in a routine. Like I lived at home with my mom and it was just like, I didn't have a routine where I was doing the same thing every single day and I really thrive off that and so here I came on the weekend on purpose so that throughout the week I could start creating a routine and like get into my element and things like that so I've been like trying to wake up at like 6 or 6 30 and getting ready taking Ivy to the park going for a walk and then working out and then making coffee or showering making coffee doing my gratitude journal doing my prayer journal reading my devotional um, and then diving into emails and then starting my sessions and then ending my day. And usually we go back to the park if it's a nice day, like at the end of the day. And I just really, really do well with a routine like that is something that I have to have in my life. And I could have stayed at home a little bit longer, you know, due to the whole COVID thing. Um, but I felt like there, I just wasn't benefiting. It wasn't benefiting me. I felt like I wasn't I don't know. I just wasn't doing enough and it just wasn't really helpful for my mental health just because I am so routine oriented. And then I could have bopped around at my friend's houses and things like that, but that also wouldn't have been like my own home. So here, at least I'm like able to make my little apartment, my own home. And so far I have, um, just like my little mattress, I have a TV, 
I have a table and bar stools. Um, and then I have some other things that are coming in the mail, but I love it so far and I wouldn't trade it for a second. Like I said, so I just think that creating a routine is really important in life. And like, if you are struggling and like super stressed out or like have anxiety or something like that, then you probably would benefit from a routine in your life and just like making a list and because I definitely benefit from that too. Like I always make a list in the morning or the night before, like today I've already made tomorrow's list of what I'm going to accomplish in the day. And one thing though, that can be kind of hard if you're like me, um, I get kind of like weirded out when I don't accomplish everything on the list, but that's okay. Like you're not always going to be able to do that. There's only so many hours in a day and just get to what you can get to, you know, organize things by matter of importance and it'll get done when it needs to get done and also just trust in God like that's another thing that I've been you know really obviously into lately is um I started this prayer journal I don't think I've talked about that on here I just talked about that on Instagram but I don't think I've talked about it on here so I started the prayer journal and I don't do it every single day but when I'm feeling really anxious or stressed I tend to like write out my prayers in the journal and I really like the way it's set up a lot Um, I don't have it right in front of me at the moment, but basically it's like, it's something you're thankful for. Then there's where you write a Bible verse and then there's an area for you to do like prayer requests and there's one more area, but I can't remember exactly what it's for, but I've been writing in that a lot and it's been very helpful just to like write out my prayers and like exactly, um, what I feel like I need to work on in my life and then just like pray to God about it that way. So that's something that I've been doing a lot lately um, when I'm feeling anxious and stressed because I just need to trust in God. I just need to trust that everything's going to work out. Um, I feel like adult life is really hard. You know, I'm no longer like just chilling at home, no longer grad student, actually like adult life working bills, things like that. So it's really important to like just get your priorities in check and yeah, so creating a routine is definitely something else that is very beneficial. Okay. Now I want to talk about, I told you guys on the last podcast that I was going to start talking about, um, somebody from the, somebody who's African American. And so for this week I chose a black female. So next week I'll probably do a black male since I chose female this week. And I chose Mary Jane Patterson. And A lot of you probably don't know who she is, but I'll um, tell you. So she was 16 year old. I'm reading something, by the way, just so you guys can get more information about her. She was 16 years old when her family, among others, moved to Ohio in hopes of sending their children to college. The master of a master, the daughter of a master mason, Patterson became the first black woman to graduate from an established American college. Oberlin College. Three years after her completing her studies in 1862, Patterson was appointed a teacher assistant in the female department of the Institute of Colored Youth in Philadelphia, according to the African American Registry. She later taught at the preparatory high school for colored youth, renamed Dunbar High School, serving as the school's first black principal from 1871 to 1874. So I think that is amazing. Mary Jane Patterson literally just accomplished such a big thing in life. Like, honestly, 
Um, I'm a first generation graduate, so I can totally feel that. Like, that's amazing. But she is not only like, she wasn't first generation. She was like the first African-American female to do that. And I think that is such a huge accomplishment and not enough people, we just don't hear as much about like, um, you know, black history. And I wanted to use my platform to educate others on that as well. So that's why I'm choosing to add something like a little segment like this in each podcast episode now, because I think it's something really important that we should learn about more often. So I wanted to, um, talk about her and her accomplishment. And I think it's awesome. I think it's really cool that she was appointed as a teacher's assistant because teaching and OT, which is what I'm doing, kind of like coincide. And I think that is amazing that she was a teacher. That's very cool. And her family literally moved to a different state because they wanted their daughter, you know, to graduate college. And so I think that is such an amazing accomplishment that she achieved and we don't hear enough stories like this because I'm sure there are so many others out there. So I'm just going to start doing like a little tidbit like this every single time that I podcast now so that you guys can have a little bit of education in case you're not you're not getting it elsewhere. Guys, I just also wanted to add, I've just been looking out my window while I've been podcasting today and it's just so cute. I still, like I said, can't believe that I live here. Like there's so many little families that walk by and I love it so much. There are also like so many dogs that are so well behaved. Oh my goodness. I've never seen such well-behaved dogs. Like my dog, she doesn't um, run away when I take her off the leash. So when we go to the park, they don't, the dog parks aren't open at this moment. They might've actually opened today, but they weren't open when we went on Sunday to check because we were still in phase one. But now that we're in phase two, um, they may actually be open. But so you can just go to the parks in the mornings before nine and have your dog off leash. And all the dogs there are so, so well behaved and I love it so much. So yeah, just thought I'd throw that in there for you too. Well, anyways, I think that is all that I wanted to chat with you all about today. I really hope that you guys have a great rest of your week and um, please feel free to reach out to me. I like to chit chat with you guys all the time. That's really fun. And yeah, happy Tuesday. Well, when you hear this, it'll actually be Wednesday. So happy Wednesday. All right. Bye guys.